write down questions ahead of time that you know you're going to want to ask. The worst time to think about what you're going to say is the moment that you are about to say it. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of my show that is all about sales. And when I'm talking sales, I mean the how to do the sales, the way to think about the sales, the mindset shifts that I want you to make around sales. I want you to completely revolutionize, revolutionize, yes, your relationship with sales because part of what is holding you back right now is you have this idea that selling is a bad thing. And that's preventing you, essentially what it's preventing you from is helping people. It's preventing you from growing your business in the way that you actually desire to grow your business, but you've got this hurdle in the way and you've named the hurdle sales and you're like, I can't do it because it feels uncomfortable. And if you are listening to this show, it's more than likely because sales is not a comfort zone for you. Sales is something that feels foreign. Maybe you're brand new to it. I know people who have been in sales their whole lives that still feel uncomfortable with it. And when I say people who have been in sales their whole lives, I want all of us to remember we are all in the business of selling something. So do not fool yourself and think because you do not have a title that had like a job title that has the word sales in it, that you're not selling anything. You're selling something all the time whether it's in your business, your job, your personal relationships. So what I want you to really start to break down is the idea that sales is a transaction. Because it's not. There is a, traction, a, a transaction that takes place when a sale is finalized. But the selling, the actual sale, it's a process. And it has so much more to do with energy than it does money. And in order for you to create that exchange of energy, you've got to be fully in your energy, your belief, your understanding of what you're actually doing when you're selling something. So that's what I love talking about, sharing about. And what I'm really hyped up on lately is the psychology of sales. So there's you know, strategies and different ways that we can talk about selling with practical steps, tactical things that you can follow. And there's the idea that the energy you embody, the person that you are, the confidence that you exude is what actually makes the sale. It's not actually the steps that you follow. And here's how I know that for sure. 
there are a bajillion different ways and methods out there to sell and grow your business. Why are there so many different ones? Because there's so many different people on the planet and everybody's got their different philosophy, their different way. So it's not the steps. Like if you follow these steps, it'll work for you. Sure, we all have our system. I have my system that I teach inside of Next Level Sales. I teach the system that I followed, that I used to become a multiple six-figure business owner. But my system is not the only way to be successful as a business owner to successfully sell. You don't have to follow my system to do it. There's plenty of other systems out there. Mine's a damn good one. And you'll be really lucky if you get to learn it and go through the the process of, of, of implementing these steps into your business. But I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like it's the only one that exists. So it's not the steps. It's not the how. It's not the tactical strategies. It's so much more than that. And that's what I like talking about here Not just the energy of the sale, but also, like I said, the psychology of the sale. Why are people buying? Why do they want to buy from you? And how can you position yourself with the impact and the influence that helps create that opportunity for the sale? How can you position yourself so that people want to make a buying decision? You know, I talk about this a lot with my clients, and I'm going to share it with you here as well. We don't ever want to sell something to someone. We want to assist them in making a buying decision. What we really are as salespeople, we are professional mind maker uppers. So your job is to facilitate a conversation that helps someone make a buying decision. Your job is not to sell somebody something. I hope the difference between buying and selling makes sense. It's all about whose decision it is. When the buyer feels like they are making a buying decision, it's their decision. It feels good. They are making the decision. But when they feel like they're being sold to, it's your decision. It's about you. So we want to, we want to make sure how we show up energetically in conversations is to really facilitate the conversation. It's, to create more opportunities for furthering the conversation. Everything in sales is about relationship building. And the way that you get to build a relationship is by starting a conversation. And the way you start a conversation is by asking questions. So what I'm going to share with you today is these are some tips to improve your sales calls. Everything that you're doing before you get somebody on a sales call is a part of that nurturing and seed planting and relationship building. And then when the the opportunity presents itself and that person has a situation that they need to consult with you about, or maybe they're interested in finding out how you can help them with that need, that is when you get to jump on a sales call with them. But I want you to know everything that you are doing From the first time you meet somebody until that point of getting them on to a sales call is you nurturing and building the relationship. And by the way, all these people out in the world that are like, cold DMing is spammy. You know, how the hell else do you meet somebody for the first time besides introducing yourself? Now, I have my own rules and beliefs and guidelines around this. I don't think you should just cold reach out to anybody and everybody. I think you can get strategic with it. That is something I teach inside of my programs. 
So there's some strategy that I teach. But I mean, it's like saying nobody better ask me on a date ever unless they know me already. Well, okay, sure. But how are they going to get to know me? Probably by asking me questions and starting a conversation. Hey, do you come here often? Hey, what's your dog's name? Right? If I'm out and about and somebody wants to ask me out, they're going to have to start a cold conversation with me to eventually get to that place to wanting to ask me out on a date. Sales is, it's no different than relationships. So yes, you're going to have to start some new conversations with people. You can get strategic about it, as I said, so that it's not just randomly reaching out to anybody and everybody, but you certainly want to not let those naysayers who are like, cold DMing is bad. How the hell are you going to start a conversation with somebody new? Anywhere, anytime, any place, <laughs> without starting a conversation. So having said that, these five tips that I'm going to share with you are about your sales calls. And these are things that are very simple and easy to implement, but you probably aren't thinking about it. And I've got to be honest with you, the majority of things that we need to be doing in our business are the simple fundamental things, not the complex layers and layers of things that we try to add in. And so often we just make things harder than it needs to be. And that could be for a million different reasons. I'm not going to get into that now, but I want you to really focus on keeping things simple, especially when it comes to sales, because I know you're avoiding sales because you're afraid of it. And then you complicate it more than it really needs to be. Let's just keep it simple. Let's make it about people, building relationships with people, helping them solve their problems. That's what it is. So when you get an opportunity to get into a conversation with somebody where there is a potential to work together, right? This is a sales call. This person has said, hey, I'd like to set up a call with you and find out more about what you do and ask you some questions about it. Or I'd like to set up a call with you and share with you what's going on with my gut health and have you make some recommendations that you think should be best for me. Whatever it is, you are in a conversation where there is genuine interest and these tips are gonna help you prepare for that conversation. First of all, most importantly, use scripts to get you ready for your conversations. At the very least, write down questions ahead of time that you know you're going to want to ask. The worst time to think about what you're going to say is the moment that you are about to say it. For those of you who don't know, I am an exactly what to say certified guide. So I actually teach people all day, every day, exactly what to say, when to say it, why to say it, why it works. And one of the things that I teach along with these magic phrases that I teach are pointers for good conversations. And one of those four pointers is the worst time to think about what you're going to say is the moment you're going to say it. So I cannot stress enough, be prepared for your conversations by thinking ahead, where are the critical conversations that I'm going to have today? Where are the impactful conversations that I'm going to have? And how can I think ahead and be prepared for them instead of leaving it all to chance and hoping that I say the right thing in the moment? How many of us have done that? Too many. Quit leaving your sales conversations to chance. Write scripts. Think ahead. Write down questions you know you want to ask. Another tip. I want you to stay curious and ask questions from a place of curiosity and avoid judgment. When you show up to a conversation and you're staying curious and you're not in judgment, 
you're not making assumptions, you're not so certain that, you know, the other person feels like they're wrong or they've done something wrong because you're so certain and you're trying to prove a point. Stay curious. And what it's going to do is it's going to allow the person to answer questions that you're asking out of curiosity. And the person will have their own realizations. They need to hear themselves say some of that stuff. So get curious, ask questions from that place. No judgment. You'll create sales friction. Third, this is probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make. They do not listen. They are asking questions just to respond. They are listening just to respond. They are not actually listening and really hearing what the other person says. And I'll tell you why you want to do this. Not only are you going to hear things, because there are clues everywhere in what people are saying. As a matter of fact, I had a client once. Um, well, this is before she became a client. We were on a call and she was all hung up about the money she was going to have to invest. Well, one of the questions that I asked her was, I, and I don't even remember what the exact question was, but she literally said this to me. She goes, well, money is easy for me. Money always, the money that I need always shows up for me. Now, she said that earlier in the conversation when her guard was down, but like that put me in curiosity. I'm like, how are you going to say money is easy for me? The money, if I want to do something, the money always shows up for me. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, I don't know. I'm scared to make this decision because I don't know if I can afford it. Well, just out of curiosity, you know, you were pretty certain a few minutes ago that money always shows up for you. How would this decision be any different? And she was like, oh, oh my gosh, you're right. So I was able to reflect that back to her because I was listening. Because I heard her say something that was really important to basically show her where it was contradicting the place that she felt she was stuck in that moment. She was having trouble making a decision. Well, you were pretty clear a few minutes ago. So I was able to ask that because I was in curiosity and I was listening carefully and I heard the clues. Another thing that I think is really important is we have to be willing to push and nudge that person when you hear them in a little bit of that stuck energy or that indecision, just like I did with this client. I was like, you know, I'm curious. You said a few minutes ago that this was really easy for you. And when you want to do something, the money always shows up. How would this be any different? Well, if I didn't have the courage to ask her that question, she very well may have gotten off the call in her fear around money and her indecision of what she wanted to do next. And she probably would have canceled our next call or told me no, or, you know, who knows? I had to have the courage to ask her that question and reflect to her. And that's what I want you to do as well. And here's the thing. You're not going to develop the courage to ask those types of questions unless you are also staying curious in the conversation and building empathy and understanding in the conversation. That's going to give you the courage to ask some of these tough questions because you're genuinely going to be in curiosity and a little bit of like, well, wait a minute, I'm confused why you would say that now because of what you said earlier. So that is another tip. Be willing to push and nudge them when you hear them maybe in a little bit of indecision or you hear them fighting for their limitations. I think it's really important to remember there's going to be two versions of everybody that you're talking to. One of them is going to be the version of them that really wants to do this thing because that's why they're on the call to begin with. They're not just there to waste their time. 
The other version of them is going to be the one that has the hesitations and is a little bit nervous to make the decision. You are going to facilitate a call where you're going to probably hear from both of those versions. And I want you to talk to the higher level version of them. All right. Number five, prepare for the call by becoming unattached to any specific outcome other than the best outcome for both parties. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is everybody wants a certain outcome and then they kind of, they want to push their agenda. But what I want you to really do is stay open to, I want the best and highest good to come out of this conversation for both parties. What you are doing, like I said a couple of minutes ago, you are here to be a professional mind maker upper. You're here to help the person make a decision. And that decision is yes or no, whether or not they want to work with you. And because you're only focused on the best and highest good for both parties, then you accept their empowered decision, whether it is a yes or a no, and you're not hung up on or attached to it needing to be a certain way. And of course, like we're humans, you're going to be disappointed if somebody, you know, if, if you had an opportunity to get a client and it wasn't the right fit or it wasn't the right time for them or whatever the case is, you can, you're human, you can be disappointed. But what I want your intention to be and your desired outcome is the best outcome for both parties because you don't want to work with somebody who really doesn't want to be there and they don't want to work with you if you really aren't lit up excited about working with them. So anyways, to wrap this up, here are the five tips I shared. First of all, use scripts and practice and write down questions ahead of time that you know you're going to want to ask. I cannot stress enough how important this practice is and how important it is for you to think ahead so that you have a script to use. Secondly, be curious and ask questions from that place. Third tip, listen carefully. There are clues everywhere in the conversation. Fourth, be willing, have the courage to push and nudge them when you hear them wanting to make a decision, but maybe they're in a little bit of fear and hesitation. Your job is to show up and be the leader in this conversation. And then five, prepare for the call by becoming unattached to any specific outcome other than the best outcome for both parties. So there's five of many, many, many tips that I could share with you. I love teaching sales conversations, how to improve your sales conversations. This is what I teach inside of my programs. This is what I do with my private clients. And ultimately, it's what I want to do with you. There is so much content that I have out there. Please consume it. My podcast, if this is your first episode that you've ever listened to, go and binge a bunch of the episodes. There is so much value in there. I want you to not just listen to it, not just soak up all of the value and the knowledge. I want you to go use it and apply it. That's how we make this world a healthier place. That is my big vision. I want to empower coaches so that they are going out there and doing the beautiful work that they know that they are called to do. I don't want sales to be the hurdle that stands in your way because ultimately that's holding you back from helping the world, from helping the people. And when you're so busy making sales your hurdle, when you're so busy making sales wrong and I don't want to do it, I don't want to feel salesy, nobody's getting helped. And that's what we really need to keep in mind. People are waiting on you to show up. Get out of your own way. Quit making sales so challenging. Listen to all my shit. There's a lot of good stuff. I know how it feels to be salesy. I used to live in that in that neighborhood of the, I don't want to be salesy and pushy. I've cried a lot of tears over it. And that's why I love doing the work that I do now so that I can help women not just learn how to sell, but love selling, feel comfortable with selling, enjoy selling because it's attached to what they love, which is helping people 
building relationships with people and helping them. Okay, so like I said, go listen to all my content uh, on my podcast. I have an Instagram page at the Nicole Kramer that has all kinds of stuff on there. If you are a woman health and wellness coach, please join my Facebook group. Come check us out, see what it's all about. The Facebook group is called Nicole Sales Superstars. And you can see what our community is all about and see if it's for you. I do sales trainings in there every week live. Would love to see you on some of the trainings. And if you are somebody who's looking for, I've got some free resources that I want to give you. If you are somebody who's looking for more clients, I have a free training called 33 Places to Find Clients. And I want you to immediately download it. The link is in the show notes. It is gold. It will give you so many ideas. Even my private clients watch this free training and use it and go get clients with it. So it's really, really valuable. So go download 33 Places to Find Clients. The other thing I want to give you is my masterclass called From Conversations to Clients. It is super powerful. I'm going to give it to you for free. All you need to do is reach out to me, send me a DM either on Instagram, I'm at the Nicole Kramer, or on Facebook, Nicole Kramer, and let me know that you want the free conversations masterclass. And what I teach you is how to, in this masterclass, what I teach is how to start more conversations that are leading towards relationships where those people become clients. And basically, I teach you how to get more clients. That's really what it is. So let me know either on Instagram or Facebook. Send me a DM and say, Nicole, I want the free training about conversations. I'll be happy to send it to you. And then uh, the 33 places to find clients, you can get that right in the show notes. So thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for listening. Please make sure that you go apply what you are learning. Knowledge is not power. It's only the application of that knowledge. And I want you to use what you are learning. Also, one last thing. If you really like this show, if you could do me a favor, I would so appreciate it. Share it with somebody that you know could benefit from it. And also consider leaving a rating and review. It would mean so much because then this material can get in front of more people who can benefit from it. And teamwork makes the dream work. It's up to all of us to make this world a healthier place. I love you all. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, HealthySteptsWithNicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.